You're listening to Beyond the Bike with Big Lou. And now a few words from our advertisers. Welcome to Sysmontane Brewing Company. We are located at 1409 East Warner Suite 6, Santa Ana, California 92705. We are open on Monday through Thursday from 3 to 9, Friday and Saturday from 12 to 9, and Sunday from 12 to 6. We have 15 beers on tap with rotating seasonal options. We also have a cask night and taco Tuesday every Tuesday from 3 to 9. And we also feature vinyl Sundays where you can come and choose your own record and we play your music for you. We'll see you soon, Santa Ana. Cheers. Shout out to Casey Jones sitting at home watching like Parks and Rec by himself right now or something. Wow. So, Megan, um, you're a local mountain bike racer. Mm-hmm. Um, what, I mean, were you, you're from Southern California? You're, you're a SoCal native? Yes, born and raised Southern California. Yeah, Tustin, actually, so right next door. Not, don't stray too far from home, ever. I currently live in Mission Viejo, but uh, I work at a local bike shop, the Path Bike Shop, which I assume has been said on here maybe a few times, once or twice. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, I work there, and then I uh, help with the race team there and the events. I'm the event coordinator there, and then I try to get try to get some races in so when I can. How did you get introduced into uh, mountain biking? I conned my way into the Path Bike Shop <laughs> of working there. I had I had. Can you can you elaborate on that, please? <laughs> so my brother. So I've known the owner for uh, a long time because my brother used to work there. Um, like as I was growing up and then I became friends with the owner's daughter kind of later in life. And she texted me one day and was like the path and I was in between jobs. So she's like, the path is hiring cashiers. We never do come in and, and, uh, apply. And I walked in there with a resume, talked to the old, uh, GM and I was like, Oh, my, my brother used to work here. He's like, Oh, so you know about bikes. I was like, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> totally. yeah. And he's like, oh, okay. So That's they, me. Yeah, they can. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and, uh, and I never, I think I've been on, I was on, I've been on a few road bike or like road rides at that point in my life. So I pretended like I knew about bikes and uh, got the job somehow. And then the owner still has told me that there was like a behind the scenes a behind. conversation. <laughs> behind. <laughs> Um, behind the scenes talk about like if I'm a good idea since I don't know anything about bikes. You know what? Sometimes I feel that not knowing uh, a certain industry, you have a fresh mind and you don't you don't you have a fresh attitude and you don't have that like bitterness or mm-hmm. or whatever. Like uh, you know, I'm right. just I'm just here for a paycheck. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm just you know do my aid and hit the gate or whatever. You know, like sometimes having fresh people in in a, in a different industry that they've never been in i think helps bump up whatever they're doing whether it's bikes or yeah selling cars or homes or whatever you well, know and i think and like tawny or tawny is that kind of the like person that wants to to help bring the people in and, and teach people to like wants to be the one to get the, a person into mountain biking and stuff like that so it was a good fit you also have to have like the personality and the drive and I, anything I do, like before that I worked at an arts and crafts store and like, I, now I have like a pile of 
crafts in a corner. <laughs> like I went all in until I knew every piece of it. So I- I'm all about Michaels. Uh, um, That's where I used to work. Yeah, shout out Michaels. Woo 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 woo. Yeah, uh, I used to go there and buy a uh, model model cars or planes oh, or whatever yeah. and. and you know, I know that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. I didn't get into that. I got into the scrapbook world, so I have a lot of cardstock. So, so did you ever go to the scrapbook world uh, convention? Or I've something? been to an expo before. <laughs> There's not a world convention. I did. I did go to an expo one time though. It's in Vegas, right? I mean, no, it's like I, it's like a week long event where they're like doing. Uh, uh, <laughs> that sounds amazing. <laughs> no. I'm just BSing. <laughs> oh well, no! I went to the Anaheim Convention Center. Did you see how wide my eyes got? I was like, where? I was like, booze and cardstock in Vegas. I'm in. Yeah, uh, it's like a world uh, tour. <laughs> <laughs> All the finest. A week long, not even inner bikes that long. Exactly. Well, because the older people take a long time to to catch up on what's going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yes, they walk a little bit slower. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so I con. Yeah, so I I say I con my way in, which I did. I mean, I did, and then luckily it turned out to be really a really good opportunity. And then after I got the job, about three months in, uh, that I I went on my first first mountain bike ride at like a Cannondale demo or something like that, and uh, I rode a lefty. And even I knew, I was like, this is weird. Like, this doesn't feel right. But I just got me into it. First, I got the Lycra. First, I got the tight, the, the, the <laughs> tight padded shorts. And then I rode the bike. I got the get up first. Did you wear the, uh, the Lycra over your shorts or something? Or fuck around like a squid? Or <laughs> yeah, like, even before, like, they were like, you need Lycra and, like, a tight shirt. I was like, oh, okay. How tight? Like mountain biker tight, like, like Lu- roadie, Lu- Lululemon tight. <laughs> yeah, I guess not that expensive, but okay, yeah, okay. it was on the sale rack. Okay, there you go. Yeah. So, so before that, you you weren't really like into mountain biking or riding bikes or anything like that. So that's how you learned to ride a bike. Oh yeah, I mean not learn to ride a bike, but learn to ride mountain bikes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I had, I mean, just as any other young kid has a bike, you know, mm-hmm. like one to cruise around or a commuter to school or something like that. But that's about it. Um, definitely never mountain bike on the dirt or anything. So how was that first experience when you jumped on the bike? Scary. Well, so the first time, I can't really remember the first, first time that I did, but it was a little bit weird. And um, and then I remember, like, like, the second time I rode a bike, which was at our local trail, Santiago Oaks, with, like, a whole group of people before work. And I just remember climbing those hills and they were so steep and I, I wasn't they're still steep they're yeah <laughs> they're, they're still steep um and I, I and like shifting was really hard for me like it was the hardest thing to understand like mm-hmm. I would I would shift but I wouldn't go anywhere and I, I, I it took me a while to understand it and then so when we're climbing these hills and I'm just hurting like I'm you know and walking and I remember one of the girls came up to me and she's like how are you doing and I go oh I'm I was like, I'm, I'm hurting. She's like, oh, where? Like, where on your body? I was like, oh, no, no, I, w- I want to throw up. Like, this is really hard. <laughs> I hate you right now. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, no, no, like, my body is fine. Like, I just want to, like, vomit. <laughs> right. And uh, she's like, oh, okay. Like, she didn't know how to help me. Yeah. Um, but, it, but I always say, like, now that I kind of, like, not that I'm, like, a coach or anything, but every time I guide somebody, I always, like, who's interested in mountain biking, anything really, 
try it at least four times before you say you don't like it. Mm. Like, especially around here since we do have such steep hills. and It depends, right? It, it depends, yeah. Um, and no matter – because, like, I came back from, like, knowing how to kickbox. Like, that's what I did growing up. Because my brother owned like a Rex Quando. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Just, just kickboxing, Lou. Uh, And uh, so you think, oh, I'm in shape. I can do this. And then you get on a bike and you realize, oh, I have to pull this 30 pound bike plus me up this hill. It's completely different. Mm -hmm. I don't care how in shape you are, it's, it's tough the first couple of times. So do it at least four to five times. And uh, especially around here, because at the shop we get all these people coming in from like across the country, Florida or something. To- some oh flat- yeah, Flatlanders, right? To- like, like actually Flatlanders. <laughs> like, and they are so like, wow, you guys really have hills. So, and even especially here in Southern California, take take your time and do it a, a few mm-hmm. times before you're like, I'm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, when uh, when we first started mountain biking, that's where we went. That's where we first started riding bikes. Is at Oaks. Yeah. We started on this in the Oak side, which is like the parking lot, and then we went up uh, Mountain Goat. Oh, okay. You know, it's ma- all steep, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's all steep. So let's talk about the what you're what you're involved in, which is the uh, Vita Mountain Bike Series. Yeah. So Vita. So How did it all start? So a couple years ago, I met this uh, through mountain biking, which is another. Um, wonderful thing about it is you get to meet all these cool people and i met uh liz cunningham and she was from colorado or she had moved here from colorado we had become friends and she she saw that i was involved in the bike shop and like had a pretty good presence in the local community so we kind of linked up and started doing this thing called women's wednesday Mm -hmm. because she was telling me she was an ambassador for this colorado-based uh coaching clinic group kind of thing then it wasn't as big as it is now so um she was really trying to push it so we had collided and done uh did bi-weekly women's rides on wednesday are these now let me ask you are these rides um for the beginner rider or are they for more intermediate advanced riders so it's for like like technically it is for the intermediate advanced rider and mind you if a beginner comes no one's going to get left behind none of my rides are like that and if someone wants to come that is still like i i we typically wouldn't take like first timers out there it's not a first timer but you know Mm -hmm. if you're like five four months in or something like that uh, that it'd still be okay Mm -hmm. um so we, we created these rides, and that's kind of what I liked about Vita. I liked Vita because it wasn't – because it was for the intermediate and advanced mm-hmm. women riders. Yeah. Because it kind of seems like once it – there's a lot of big – there's a lot of groups for, like, beginner ladies. Mm-hmm. A lot of them seem Which is like awesome. That. Which, you, no, totally yeah, awesome. Yeah, for sure. But it's also – and then you kind of get – and then you kind of, you know, you go into those groups and you meet all these wonderful ladies and you kind of, you know, you you advance. Mm-hmm. And then then it's kind of all the, this, all the same. Right. You know. And so it was nice. Then there's a place you can go from intermediate to advanced. And that's what was nice about this, this ride. It allows the faster ladies to ride together because mm-hmm. no matter what, they should not, you know, you shouldn't be not be able to go. All levels should ride, be able to ride with somebody. Right. 
So that's kind of what I liked about it. And because uh, you're still, no matter if you're intermediate, advanced, there's still places to learn. Mm-hmm. You know, there's still things to learn about. And that's kind of what we did. So we'd go on these rides and we would be, we wanted to not just ride with each other, but we wanted to like, you know, conquer this like steep little rock section or go down the steep little rock section. So we would, you know, it was almost sometimes it was like clinic like where we would like mm. hold each other up and, and stuff like that. And still to this day it is. And that, so that was three, three summers ago, three springs ago. And, uh, so Liz, and then I, and then I applied to be an ambassador and I talked to, um, uh, I don't, she's no, she's no longer involved with them, but she was great. Uh, and, uh, so I talked to Vita and then I had gotten involved. So I was one of the SoCal ambassadors Mm -hmm. and, uh, so two years later, they've kind of, you know, um, They've grown a lot more. So what they do is they do a lot of clinics, again, Colorado-based, but they are um, – they go to Sedona and they've put in a few few more. I would love if they came to SoCal, but yeah. – So if people don't know what Vida means, that means life. Life. So Megan's a lifer. Yeah. And if – so Vida MTB, so uh, V-I-D-A-M-T-B dot com. You can find more info and you can re- see all the ambassadors on there and read their profiles. Um, including mine. And so their, their main purpose is to get to one, to get more ladies on bikes and improve their skills. So they have, um, a ton of different clinics. They'll be at the Sedona mountain bike festival on March 4th. I think it goes from like the third to the fifth. Mm-hmm. So it's at the end of the month and they will be like the official, um, women's hub of, for the fourth year in a row. Awesome. So that's really cool. And, uh, they're, they have a ton of sponsors, Yeti, spon- they're sponsored by Yeti, Smith, um, Enduro Bites, I believe, there's a whole, whole list, okay. Shredley. Okay, well, let, let me ask you, um, how can you, as an ambassador, build more women up to, to be, like, intermediate advanced riders and to eventually progress to, like, mountain bike racing? Uh, well, it's just about, you know... Being kind, <laughs> being kind, like try not to try my best not to be intimidating, bring them on rides and the social rides kind of uh, uh, do that. So as long as they come on one, um, they they can kind of sense it. And then as long as, you know, if no one's left behind and if they see how I'm treating other people and mm-hmm. and showing them, showing them that and then social media presence as well. But it's step one is, is getting them out there to, to ride with you. Okay. Now, um, is there some some kind of training involved for you to become an ambassador? Uh, no, they have. You could do so. They have an ambassador, and then they have um, they have another level below that, like that, that doesn't have as many commitments. Um, and like my commitments are like writing race reports, coming to at least two events a year, um, you know, posting on social media, stuff mm-hmm. like that, doing reviews. Um, so there's there's not not really they do off they do ask like if you're interested in coaching but you would have to be licensed or you could just be a ride lead so I can be a ride lead because I'm not I'm only a coach or officially coached through NICA. Okay. Um, oh, cool. Yeah. So I am not like like by Imba or anything like that. So. Ooh, Imba. <laughs> let's, let's not talk about that. Okay, but you know what <laughs> Some I mean. Some shenanigans yeah. with those people, man. But you know what I mean. They yeah. have the, they, there's a, there's a few different. Um, 
they're they're lining their pockets with money and they're like, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. What about yeah. what about the mountain bikers? Yeah. You know, it's all about mountain bikers, right? Yeah. So you know, kind of going, you know, uh, we were talking about coaching and you know, like you have to be insured and yeah, and and uh, proper training like CPR and you know, I, I noticed there's there's certain people on mm-hmm. social media that are offering coaching advice and yeah. you know. Um, I don't. So I think if you like, so, so with me, because I, I'm, I'm certified through NICA and I honestly, I don't, I'm certified, you know, I'm CPR certified, but I, I don't know how much that gets me. Like if I took someone out, if someone paid me, you know, through the shop or something like that, if I'm allowed to do that. So, well, I mean, but if, if you're, if it's through the shop, then you're, you're an employee. So that's that, you know, the shop has to have some kind of insurance, totally. liability insurance, Yeah. you know, and, but you know, people have to be careful of who they, who they, you know, um, contract for coaching mm-hmm. because not everybody is trained, properly trained or certified or insured. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so, you know, that's why, you know, the organizations like Vida where, where they, you know, they go through the proper procedures and yeah. channels to, to be licensed and, and, and to be, you know, trained and to educate their, their coaches how to do things. You know, there, there might be scenarios where, you know, you're riding down, let's say, Rocket or Lynx or something like that down Aliso. Somebody breaks, you know, breaks their, you yeah. know, something, you know, like, God forbid, but it happens, yeah. you know, and, like, what do you do? Right. You know what I mean? Like, is there, you know, like, you don't want to just move them around or, or something, you know what I mean? Yeah. If if I do, like, and I'm I'm totally big on that, and I get, like, like, I, I would never have someone pay me. If, if it's a friend that I know... And we're just riding, and they want some tips. That's as basically as far as I'll, I'll go, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Like yeah. It will, CYA, you want to cover your butt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, and that's why sometimes I get heated over some people who charge and aren't licensed because, yeah, you know. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I, can, I feel you. I feel you on that It's, one. like, frustrating because, like, one, there's, you know, even, even, cert, even certified coaches, like, I won't say names, but – like certified, you know, downhill racing coaches don't even aren't even insured, and it scares them. So mm-hmm. it's I'm sure it's tough and not easy. So it's really important to go through um, programs like Vita or you know whatever it may be. Yeah, and go through the important coaching just right. to save Absolutely. everyone's everyone's. But what did you call it? C Y A. C Y A. Cover your ass. Cover your ass. C Y A. Yeah. C Y A. See ya. Exactly. So, okay, so um, how long before you got into actually, like, mountain bike racing? Oh, uh, probably almost two years till I actually got into racing for sure. Wow. I think we – my real motivation is when I had become the race team manager for the shop. And I just wanted, I was kind of like, oh, there's no ladies signing up. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, I'll go, I'll go be a, a lady. So I didn't really have any like. Oh, you're going to go be a lady. I'm going to go be a lady. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> the thing I'm saying in my head. Yeah. Um, like, <laughs> sorry. Uh, I would go represent as, as the path lady. I didn't really have any other idea. Yeah. Of course, when I get out there, I get like competitive. I'm like, Oh, I want this. Right. Um, so that was my real motivation. And then things were going pretty well. Um, so I continued, continued racing and it and turned out pretty good. So two years since I, I officially did. And it wasn't really, it wasn't on my radar when I started. And I had like a peak 
Um, you know, let's see, 2015, 2016 was really good. Mm-hmm. And then 2017 kind of dropped off. Yeah, you, you kind of fell off the, the, ra- the radar. Off, yeah. Um, Where did Megan go? Yeah. I don't know. She's probably uh, scrapbooking or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Organizing photos. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, uh, but, and then now I'm kind of on like this kick where I want to race again. But I'm I I feel I'm, I'm don't not taking it as seriously and like in my heart, but I want to do it for fun and just kind of I'm at that like point where I just want to really do it for fun. Yeah, it's kind of what I always say. But you know, you get out there, and right, then, right, and then do it. So if you guys are just tuning in, welcome to uh, Beyond the Bike. I'm your host Big Lou, and tonight's special guest is Megan Welch. Megan Welch, and uh, we're on the Hits 101 Radio dot com studios. Woo-woo. Yeah. So, Megan, how can we get more? What are you drinking? You, you're pulling up right there. Wine. <laughs> is I that told a, a, you. Box, a wine in a box? <laughs> what are we drinking there? <laughs> it is in a paper bag. I was like, oh, gosh, <laughs> I'm going to be that. I went and stopped at Circle K. <laughs> and this is all they had. They had cold red wine. I was like, you're doing it wrong. Red wine's not supposed to be cold, but I'll still buy it. <laughs> so, how? I mean, um, you know, you, you, you see, uh, you're working at the shop. You see, like, giant kind of stepping up. Mm-hmm. You know, getting women ambassadors um, to get more women stoked on biking. Yeah, you know what I mean. And it seems like just it's just like probably like when the within the, like the last like five years that the industry kind of shifted. You know, from just focusing more on men. You know, then now they're focusing more on women, right? Yeah. You you notice that because like you know like yeah yeah they're, yeah they're, they're the you know now there's women specific bikes. Mm-hmm. But let me ask you, are they really women specific bikes, or are they just just you know, bringing the size down smaller and just saying, oh, that's just a women-specific bike. No, no. They're they're women-specific bikes. Like, not all. Like, Juliana is not um, – so Juliana is another bike brand that, that stems from Santa Cruz. And so we'll let, let's just talk about them real quick. So th- those bikes are just essentially the same frame as the men's. Um, but a smaller size, right? No. No? No, it's like the small – like, let's just – okay, so there's a Santa Cruz Nomad that's a bike. Uh, and then they have the Juliana Strega, which is the same bike. So the same small on a Nomad is the same small on a on a Strega. But the the sh- the tuning on the suspension is is for lighter weight riders. And then they stock some stuff like the saddle and the bars a little bit narrower. So okay. that's the only thing, and which is totally fine because Santa Cruz, their idea, Santa Cruz just feels uh, are, are are already pretty small enough. Like, their standover is pretty good, so they don't have too much room to make it specific, mm-hmm. which is totally fine, and, and it works, and they just want to give out more options um, for the whim- for the women. With Liv, they do – it's not just shrink it and pink it. Mm-hmm. So Shrink it and pink it. I shrink like it that. and pink it. <laughs> I like so it's For purple. I like purple. Purple, yeah. yeah. Sometimes baby blue. <laughs> um, they – so, I mean, technically, yes, it's a smaller bike. So it's a smaller reach, a smaller standover, but um, the tuning is different, too. But the geometry isn't isn't exactly the same. They have comparable bikes for, com- like, you know, same disciplines. But uh, the the cool thing about Liv is that the, the, mater- the way the material made is different, too. So because women have, like, have most of their weight in the lower, on our, like, our hips, our lower the lower body uh it's heavier on like the seat tube and stuff like that so like where men are more heavy weighted on their shoulders like Mm -hmm. um top heavy uh there's more material made there so the material the way it's dispersed is different too wow okay yeah and so and then the color 
Right. Also, with all of them. <laughs> but yeah, so it's not just like like littler. I mean, yeah, like yes, it is as well. And no, it's not going to work for every lady, but there's a ton of ladies that it works for as well. So why not yeah. give options? Well, I feel like like the industry is, you know, they're just throwing that 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 word loosely around, like women specific, you know. When, and mm-hmm. really, it, you know, like like you're saying, live. They they actually t- took the extra steps to to really, you know, focus on what women need and you know the different you know the physiques of the women. Yeah. You know what I mean? And instead of just you know, like you said, shrink it and pink it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like other brands. Because I know there are some brands that have stepped away from it. Like I know Specialized stepped away from women specific because they're like, eh, they're not, it's not really women specific. Just make bikes smaller, which is totally fine. Yeah. Um, you know, but maybe it makes you think like maybe Liv is thinking about it a little bit deeper and like, well, it isn't, it sells too. Yeah. I mean, isn't the, uh, the president of like, I mean, it's it's a woman, right? That runs a company for Live. Yeah, uh, everyone that works from that I've met in Live is is a woman. I mean, Giant and Live work in the same building and same facility, mm-hmm. but um, for everyone that designs and and works at Live is a, a lady, mm-hmm. and then same with well, Giant is is a mix. Yeah. So, um, it's but women. but only a woman's gonna know what a woman wants, totally. right? No, totally. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess it all depends on if it's. You know, Valentine's in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, let's not talk Exactly. <laughs> so now we're getting more women on bikes. Um, and now there's the, uh, there's women specific or that's dirty, dirty, which is mm-hmm. like an all woman's yeah. enduro race. What, I mean, what, what are your thoughts on, on that? Like just woman specific, you think it's gonna, it's gonna help the sport and it's gonna help women overall? Or yeah. Is I mean, I, so I'm a, f- like just, let me preface everything by saying I it takes it also takes a it, it's all about the, the mindset right so as long as you can overcome like the fear of going into a male dominated sport everything's going to be okay so it's all I I always believe things are from person to person so you have to be strong and willing to go into it we just need more women to to be brave enough to you know, conquer their fears and go into the mountain biking and then they'll all progress. Mm-hmm. Um, so I truly believe just step out of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it is going to take off. And as far as the women specific races, women know how to party and put on a, sh- like put on a race. And there is the, there's, there's not as big of an ego there as the, like other races that I've been to mm-hmm. like that. You, it, doesn't seem like that like it's it's more of a party feel to it but don't you but what about women that are really focused on racing and winning like no they they do it, it doesn't take away from that no not at all okay. yeah um and i think because not every because not all your races are gonna be women only so it's nice to go to a race and then at least have one race that is kind of a little bit more kickback and and relaxed mm-hmm. you know so it's good to kind of it's kind of a nice break from the ones that are like so serious and like the EWS and stuff. Like, come to just a nice local, casual, women specific race. So it's, it's not a it's not a fad then, or it's, you know, in a couple of years, kind of go gonna go away or whatever. No, I don't think so. Why, why isn't there more of that kind of uh, race series, you know, in other parts uh, I, of the I country mean, or I th- the world? I think it is just probably the amount that sign up. You know, you just have to have. 
Um, you just have to have more women racers, mm-hmm. you know? So like that, that kind of come, like it kind of reminds me of, you know, when people talk about, um, equal pay, right? Mm-hmm. So Uh-oh. Uh-oh. like, like I'm not, I don't know if I'm going to get in trouble for this, but like people, you do you Megan. So like you speak your mind here. It's here, not going to be equal pay because there's more men signed up for the race and they paid more money. So yes, the men are going to, right? You dropped the bomb. No, right? <laughs> and so, so, and so when you complain about women not getting equal pay, it's because there's 30 of them and 10 of us, you know? You, I mean, so what we, if you want equal pay, we need more ladies racing. Okay. So how do we get more, more ladies racing? I mean, I think we're doing a pretty good job. I mean, it's being – social media is a big thing. Um, going to your local bike shop and your local rides. Like local rides and riding with ladies all the time is super fun. Mm-hmm. And then you turn to them and you say, hey, we're going to do, you know, Fontana or Vail Lake. You should come check it out. Just do the beginner, you know. It's about word of mouth, talking, and it's like a – it's not a quick thing, you know. It's a progression, right? It's a progression thing, and that's another reason why – like local bike shops and and you know the local bike community is really important um, to help move people into that because it's not going to just be an overnight thing, right? You know, so you have to make them feel comfortable and you know talk to them one on one. It's the it's those kind of encounters that get them get them there. But you know, let, let's 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 talk about racing here. I mean, if, if you go to I'm you know, I'm not I'm not I'm not dogging any any race event or anything like that, but. Yeah. I mean, you compare like Vail Lake to uh, North Star. That's a that's a night and day. Yeah. So as need, far as the terrain or the yeah. way people terrain, right. the you know just the race itself. I mean, you had to pick my nemesis, North Star. <laughs> yeah, pick that one. <laughs> you got to get out of your head, Megan. Uh, dude, <laughs> I went into a forest and literally cried or called you and Ian. I was like, I can't do it. Anymore. Yeah, that's another. That's a whole other show. Uh, no, actually, you know, we we, we can we can fit it <laughs> oh, into yeah. the show. Crying? Yeah, tell us about that. <laughs> emotions. Yeah, women have a lot of. Everybody's got a lot of emotions. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's just you have to. I think there's got to be. I think um, the sturdy dirty is is good, but I just I hope that is it isn't you know limit women from taking that next step to like racing EWS or like. You know, some gnarlier stuff where, you know, you, you're going to... I don't think it will. If anything, it, it's like it would be a, a good gateway. Okay. I mean, it, it might be more of a fun um, environment and uh, and something like that. But I, I think it would be a, a good gateway because, I mean, when you do go race the, the you know, bigger races or the, the normal races... Um, you do end up hanging with like the girls a lot and, and stuff like that. And they're, they're, they're typically very nice. I haven't had any, any mean what the, my first race I did, uh, that was fun. So I was like, never again. <laughs> I got a little, I was like, this is why I don't race, mm-hmm. but moment. And, uh, no, it, it's a good gateway to kind of, you know, do it. And then it just depends on the, the race itself. Like I've had races 
like the promoters and whatnot, basically. Like I've had races that went really smoothly and gave us like a, you know, um, a break before like a ghost essentially before mm-hmm. we went down and there's some that haven't. Yeah. Can you, can you break it down to what a ghost means? Cause I'm, I have listeners yeah. that don't. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so basically in, in enduro, which is the style of racing that I do it, you line up and about every 30 seconds they send you down and then you get timed and then, so someone can catch up to you and someone can, you know, or you can catch up to someone else. So you line up in, you know, in your category. Usually the men go first and then they line up the women. And, you know, it's it's comforting when you line up with the women and you know that they're going to be nice and they're in your category. Mm-hmm. But when you, when you, when you have some men lined up behind you, because sometimes they just line you up with men behind you i guess it all depends on on where you get to when when you get from your transfer to, to your race stage because yes because usually like uh the way it, the way it's broken down is you know in the morning everybody's got the race meeting and then everybody kind of like hey pros go first and then the first you know, start time yeah, is, the first wave is, is set in a specific order right but after that it's kind of sometimes free- it's free for all right um and so you have so i've been to races where it's when it's a free for all and you line up but and there's guys waiting behind me, but they don't have a ghost. So basically, we go down every thirty seconds, and sometimes they'll be like, "Oh, we'll we'll give you two minutes before the guy goes behind you." Mm-hmm. But I've had it where like, no, no ghost. So they're going thirty seconds as if it was you know anybody, and obviously they're going to catch me. You know, not obviously, Megan. Don't, uh, come on. No, it, I mean, but it's inevitable, and I don't want to. But I'm not mad about it. I don't want to ruin their race. Yeah, you know. I feel bad for them. I've been in one race where, like, I got to the top and I was just letting them go by. And I finally, like, after 20, 30 dudes, like, literally, I finally turned around. And I was like, I'm sorry. I have to go down because I wanted to get to my next stage. Yeah. And he was totally cool. And, like, him passing me was, like, fine. He, you know, luckily I got a nice, nice guy. But I forgot what my initial point on this whole conversation was. <laughs> Wine from the liquor store. <laughs> <laughs> I just needed something that didn't require a opener. I was just like, "Oh, this is screw off." Um, so don't don't let Dan hear you make, uh, hear, hear this. Why? Because you know Dan Dan Williams. Oh, Dan Williams. What? Oh, yeah. I thought you said Danny. Dan. Dan. Oh, I was like, Danny doesn't like wine. <laughs> he's still underage. You can't drink. Oh, yet. that's right. Yeah. That's right. He just seems like he's forty. Um, <laughs> Uh, uh, I don't know why. So it's a good gateway. I think that's what we were talking about. Gateway drugs, yes. Gateway drugs, yes. Yeah, exactly. Um. So let's uh, let's since, since we're talking about well, we're talking about racing. Your best and worst race, and why? Best and worst race. Okay, what should we start with? Oh, it's you know om- almost the same. The the my best and worst race was like almost the same race. Really? Kind okay. of. Okay. I mean, at the end, it was a really sad day. Okay, so my worst race. Okay, so there was this race last year or two years ago at Mammoth, <laughs> and I was kicking butt. Like it was, oh, I yeah. was the last. It was the last race of the California Enduro Series, and I was in. <sighs> I was in the lead. Yes, yeah. you were. You were. I think. I think all. I think there was what a like it was a five stage race, right? That one, yeah, it was five I stages. think that one was might have been four, four stages. No, I think it was five. I think it's usually I five for for the experts because you were you're were, you were racing expert. Yeah, but I think there was four. Was this on bullet when this when this happened on bullet or what? 
This was on the very last stage. Okay. So Bullet was the first stage. Oh, okay. So Bullet was the first stage, which was the hardest stage. I mean, Mm -hmm. as far as technical-wise. There was one that was, like, super long, uh, skid marks that was really long. So Mm -hmm. that's what made it hard. And then I think they had done – I think the last last stage did involve Bullet, but not the whole thing. You start at the same spot. So I was kicking butt, and I had done really good all year except in North Star, which is my nemesis. And uh, I – Bullet was the first one, and that was the hardest one. So that's the one we go down, and this girl had gotten in front of me and because she had won the last one, and she thought she was so fast, which is fine. Um, and I, she <laughs> ate, ate it, so we go, and then she ate it on the first obstacle, and I passed her. She, you, she, she, I could tell she, didn't, she wanted to get, get me back. You know, She wanted to catch back up to me. Yeah. So we go to our, the second obstacle. Wait, and wait, like, when you say she wants to get you back, did you like like – kick her or something when you were no kidding. no but like i passed her i Booby was like trap? are you okay no but she her feelings are probably a little hurt her ego okay. like, oh no she caught me and i wanted to go first um so i passed her i said are you okay and you know she was fine and so i kept going and uh or i think she had gotten back up and i had like after her first crash and she didn't want me to pass mm. and i was like do i have to pass you know i'm already caught you by 30 seconds so i go behind her so this is my first stage just a so this is a stage one the hardest stage i pass her and then there's the second obstacle which is like this little tree or this rock drop between the trees so my so this is what i do on races i always take the p line because that's the fastest and it's less consequence you know so it might be the slower line but it's only slower if you don't you know Mm -hmm. if if you make the hard part so Mm -hmm. anyway so i always take the easy line so I went I took the go around and she tried to take the rock drop and ate it. Okay. So I kept going. Sorry, I don't know why this I have to tell this part, but it's You have to. You gotta tell the whole thing. I have to tell the whole thing. And so I and I end the stage and I kill it. I get all of all the girls by twenty seconds. Wow. Like and uh and so basically that set me up for the rest of the day because the next two stages I was technically slower on, but because I had done so good on stage one, I was up. Mm-hmm. <sighs> <laughs> and then stage four comes. I think there was only four, but four or five, whatever. Okay. So I go and I know, I know, I know in my heart that I should have pumped my tires up. But I was so giddy and so like just adrenaline and I just wanted to be done with the race that I just went up. I was like, everything's going to be fine. You know, I wouldn't think about it too much, but I just kind of wanted to go and get the day done. I was so close. I was in the lead. I go down the last stage and I flat like right at the top and I just my the bead is just like coming out and I try to stick a a, a tire plug in it and it's just like and I'm just effed and I was just walked all the way down it was at the top too uh, yeah I remember that and uh, I walked but I still walked all the way down and like they wanted to drive me back I was like nope I'm getting my points like I'm still getting all my points so I walked through the finish line and uh it's literally took me from first to last in the whole series. I did end up getting second, but I, I did have almost have that first overall and I never had had that before. So I really wanted it. So it was like, I never cried, but it was the most heartbreaking. Cause like I was on this such this high cause I just kicked these girls, butt on the hardest, you know, yeah. Stage stage. So you went from hero to zero. Yeah, I did. And it hit, it hurt, but I got, second overall so first place loser first place user that was that was 
Yeah. That was my worst and best at the same time. <laughs> but in, in North Star and Tahoe was, is, was really tough. I could never find flow there for two years. And I just, oh, and I ate the first year. I just, yeah. Cause like back to my story or back to my, my game plan is going, taking all the easy lines, right? Mm-hmm. And I've taken all the easy lines during practice. And then there's this one like rock, like drop thing. And, uh, I, I'm going so hot during the race. I'm in race mode and I totally skip the, the go around. And so I take this rock drop and like, I was like, Oh, okay, I'll just roll it. And I just tried to roll it without like catching any air and I just stuffed it and called it. It was rough, dude. I think I got a little mini concussion and like, was this all dirty? And there was a photographer right there. Did you ever see that photo? No. Oh man. You have it? No, I think it's on my old phone. I wonder if, I bet I can find it though. Okay. It's very oh, it's very embarrassing, but it's like also like crazy cool. Cook of the day. Dude, it's like <laughs> it's like I'm totally vertical on this rock drop and you just know it's not gonna end well. Oh, I wish I had it. I'm gonna find it. Dan yeah. Williams sent it to me, like in a messenger. He's like, just wanted to send this in a messenger in a private message because it was so embarrassing. <laughs> I was like, Yeah. Thanks. So so are you going to go back this year and uh, uh, conquer North Star? I have no plans on it. <laughs> uh, I didn't last year. Oh, because then I went back the year after that, which was 2016. Yeah. And uh, just the first two stages. I did really well in the first stage. And then second stage, I just like tipped over two times and just was so overwhelmed because that stage was so long. I was, it was so overwhelmed. God, I sound like a little whiner. Like so emotional. You I hate some, to be that emotional chick. You, you no. want you want some cheese with that wine? <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> so I like was so – I mean you remember. So I like am so overwhelmed by the second stage. I'm just – I go into like the forest and I call my ex-boyfriend and I'm just like, I can't do it. I can't do it. He's like, no, just go and do it. I was like, no, I quit. Like, I'm done. I, I hate this place. And I think I was able to, like, throw a race. So, and I called you. And I was like, Lou, I'm in the forest. <laughs> I'm not coming out late. <laughs> I can't do it. And you were like, okay. I was like, thank you. Yeah, so maybe. maybe you know, it, it. Pro- props to everybody that goes in races because, Seriously. you know, it's it's tough. It's to go tough. racing, you know, um, I don't do enduro races, and people that don't know what enduro, it's, it's, a, it's more, it's like eighty um, percent downhill, twenty percent pedaling. So you need to, you need to be really, you know, really fit to do these kind of races because yeah. you're you're on the bike all day. You're 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 pedaling um, from you know some of the stages might have some pedaling involved in the stage, or just transferring you know from one stage to another. So you know. You, you just can't be a slouch and be like, yeah, whatever. I, c- I can do this. You know, I, I'm a weekend warrior. I can go do a, a, an endurance race. Yeah, because Wrong. even on the transfer stages, that can sometimes be eight miles long with 3,000 feet of climbing just in one, one, oh, like, one like, stage. Like China Peak. Yeah, and you, and you need that energy for going downhill. Mm-hmm. Like, even like local rides around here where we climb, 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 and by the time I get to the top, I'm like, ugh. I just want to go down the same way, like, you know, the easy way because I'm so tired. Mm-hmm. It, it takes it takes a lot. So even though you only get timed on the downhill, it's 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 rough. Right, right. 
I do like that format better though. I don't I I don't really like the like XC style like side by side. Some people like that stuff, but I I can't do it. So what what's your plan this year for racing? Uh, I'm gonna try to do uh, a few of the sturdy dirties. I don't know about all of them. If I could, that's great. It's just about time. Um, I want to do the Santa Fe BME, not the whole BM, like the not the whole big mountain enduro um, series, but Santa Fe seems pretty cool, mm-hmm. pretty, pretty gnarly. I'm not, I'm not because of North Star. I'm not big on rock or like drops. Um, I can jump pretty good, but I I can't. I, I have a fear of like dropping. Um, so how, how how can how can you conquer that? Like I mean, I I I I know that I can do it. <laughs> um, I I haven't found my answer quite yet. Okay. And, and I, I compare it. I I sometimes try to compare it to some things that are similar to it, and think, oh, I can do that. It's not that bad. But just you know, um, just unfamiliar things is is hard for me. Um. I think, and with me, I don't have uh, incredible upper body strength, which I'm trying to work on. But I think because that's a lot of it. Because some people will just be like, "Pull up," and I'm like, "I like, I don't feel as strong as as that." So mm-hmm. I, I really, I really have to do it. I know I'm capable, but it's so scary. <laughs> and like my fear, like my fear happened where I just like tumbled. Like yeah. in some cases, you can't just roll it. Like that's not. You yeah, know, you get you got to commit to it. Huh? You got to commit. Yeah. And so, I mean, that, and that goes back to even though I'm an intermediate advanced rider, I'm still learning things all the time. Well, that, that's with anything in life, though. I mean, you yeah, know, yeah, uh, work, you know, just anything in life. You just you always, you know, in, in the in the learning stage, you know, what I mean, You're, you always want to learn. I mean, when, I think once you get to like, oh, I know everything, you know, something new comes up. Yeah. So, you know, so it's, it's good to, to always be inquisitive and, and to, you know be open to, to learn stuff. Cause there's people that are like, Oh, well their ego gets in the way, you know, of anything, mm-hmm. you know? And they're like, Oh, I got it. I don't need, I don't need your advice or whatever, you know? And yeah. And those are the people that are like, eh, you're a downer, man. Yeah. I don't you, need you. you have to, you can't be afraid of like failing sometimes or being right. okay with like failing, you know, I, I, it's like, right. It's like a lot of girls don't want to ride cause they're over, they get overwhelmed by like a lot of like, like the men and stuff like that. Like one of my lessons is, is that you have to be okay with it. Cause they really don't care. Like guys will wait for you. And like, if you're a little bit slower, like that's what gets you stronger actually. So that's kind of like one, a, a lesson too, without, you know, um, it's not a skills lesson, but it'll mm-hmm. help you get through it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, you just have to uh, be brave a little bit. Just a little bit. Man up. Man up. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> I mean, I, I am, I am that, I am that person. Like, I just truly believe that it takes. It's there's there's scared men out there. There's just more scared women. Mm. You know, so I believe it's the person. Mm-hmm. Like I'm always like, it's the per, you know. Okay. It's the person. So, um, going back to the Vita stuff. So you guys are so are you guys uh, uh, ramping up to do the uh, the Wednesday night right or the Wednesday rides again? Yes, I so so the women's Wednesdays, which is kind of how I got involved in in Vita initially, um, is a biweekly ride that I do in spring when we get the um, the daylight savings. So in March, mm-hmm. it'll be like March eleventh. We get daylight savings. So my first women's Wednesday will be 
Wednesday, March 14th. And this ride is so fun because it's because yes, I work for a bike shop, but I and I and I I promote it through the bike shop, but I I try to make sure that it's a Vita run um, yeah, ride, yeah. So I can get ladies from all bike shops to come. Like so, I have other ladies who've worked at other bike shops or ride for other bike shops, like three or four different ones mm-hmm. that come and. And that's what I want, you know. I don't want there to be that, like, exclusive, you know, right. exclu- like, exclusive path ride. I want it to, you know, bring everyone. And it that that really works, you know. I want you to wear the – I want you to rock the jersey that you want to rock. And um, that, that shows that kind of form of that we're not uh, – it's not all competitive all the time. Um, and it's, it's really fun and it uh, – I get asked about it by the, like, I'm getting asked now, like, when they're starting up again. And so it's, it's really cool because we get such, you, you see this group of ladies that are so, you know, intermediate and they just, like, shred together. And, like, when you show that to a beginner, like, they want that and they strive for that. So mm-hmm. that's really cool. So it's a special, it's a pretty special ride. So it's bi-weekly. It'll start March 14th. If it's too hot, we won't do it. If it's raining, we won't do it. But Oh, really? You yep. you're fair weather so riders. I, I oh, my so gosh. So when man. it's really hot, I'll do like the, the luge or something <laughs> or it's short. I just like to say, so just basically I just like to say that because just check back just in case. Okay. So 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 what's what's ideal weather for you like seventy five sixty? Uh, yeah, I like overcast. Like I I don't mind riding in the rain, but our our local trails are not good to ride in when it's like super muddy. Not not, not unless uh, you're gonna shuttle like um, San, Juan. San Juan. Yeah, yeah. that would be cool. Yeah, but we're not gonna we're not gonna do that. Good. We could. Now you're making me think about it. Go up to Blue Jay, drop them off, and come back down. It's about an hour and change. Yeah, that'd be cool. Get like the path van or something out there. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Maybe. It's just it's kind of far out there to get like because it's like an after work ride, you know, mm-hmm. that rolls at like five thirty, five forty five. So mm-hmm. okay, that's a, that's a trick. So so you you work you try to work with other shops to to make it more of a neutral type of a deal, uh, more of a vida. I wouldn't say I work with other shops. I do promote it strictly through the path and Vita, but like I don't like I make the event page. Like I make the event page, and I mm-hmm. I promote it mostly um, because I have a lot of women, or like I have a lot of friends and ladies who ride for other shops and work for other shops. Mm-hmm. So, um, I don't want them to see it. You know, feel like they they can't come. So it helps if I if I just do it as my own ride. Yeah, but I still promote it through the path. Okay. Um, is there going to be some kind of like clinics or festivals where you you know you can have more of the the girls from Colorado come out here and do like like a like a big kind of like a girls girls gone riding because the last <laughs> time I, I screwed it up. So I'm not yeah. Gonna, oh really? <laughs> I said uh, girls gone girls gone wild. <laughs> I don't. There's nothing in there's nothing in California yet. Oh, that's my goal. That would be great. Um, I would love to get my coaching license. It's but it's expensive. It's not cheap to do that. That's kind of things. And uh, but but Sedona would be the closest. And I think that uh, I think they're there a couple times. Um, but so Sedona, Sedona Mountain Bike Festival, which is going to be a whole bunch of different. You know, so you can you know if a boyfriend and girlfriend want to go, the girlfriend can go hang out with Vita and the 
boyfriend can go do something else and stuff like that. Um, nothing in California yet, though. We got we got to we got to do something about yeah. that. Yeah. Well, I mean, my my ride is the closest thing. Uh, I've gotten most like almost thirty, like twenty five, thirty ladies. It's a little too much. And then I've gotten a lot of women from. It's not just Colorado too. There's some ambassadors from Utah and and you know North Carolina and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I've I have gotten hidden up from them, you know, a message and saying like, hey, I'm going to be out here. I'd love to ride with you. And if they can't make it on that ride, but I can still take them out. So mm-hmm. there is still that form of community, and I'm I'm that home base for Vita here. I feel like yeah, but yeah. it'd be cool to to kind of jump around from not just you know keep in one area, but like hey, you know, this year we're going to go you know to this state or whatever. And, yeah, you know, and it just it takes time. And yeah, I mean, absolutely. Vita alone have, has grown quite a bit from when like even i i first started you know mm-hmm. um their sponsors have grown and their their events have have grown too so cool it's worth it yeah absolutely and you know like like wendy from girls gone riding uh-huh. you know that's like a, a local thing too and you yeah. know um they're more about not really like kind of what you guys are doing but it's a little bit different but still like bringing more women um into mountain biking that's yeah. what it's all about it's just about being being comfortable, um, and and having a a place to go to go for that. But right. Vita does focus on, well, just riding with each other, and then and clinics too. And they mm-hmm. they do a lot of, um, especially like with all the different brands too. Like they'll have like you know saddle clinics and nutrition clinics and just like inspirational speeches and stuff like that. Like d- different things. I, I never been to Colorado, but I hope to make it out there for some some events so that'd it's be not cool. just you know it's not just clinics but yeah there's a lot of different things so okay you're working at the shop and you know you also do bike fits and stuff like that mm-hmm. what what kind of advice can you give ladies that that are just bought a bike you know and they don't feel comfortable on the bike go, go get a bike fit it's super important um a little goes a long way as far as adjustments go uh I, I mean, I can only speak for my shop. I, I feel like we do a pretty good job to to really get to to learn who that what a what a type of rider that person is and put them on the right bike instead of just trying to sell the most cheapest bike to them or kind of thing. Um, so get a bike fit. Find a bike shop that has demos, has uh, you know d- demo bikes for you to ride. Try mm-hmm. before you buy. Um, has a, a, a fit program, uh, th- those kinds of things help. So don't don't be afraid to go ask and get it changed. And if you're on the fence, you know, again, a little goes a long way. A saddle can make a difference. A handlebar size can make a difference. Yeah, and, and there's companies like WTB that have like a, a, a demo program, right, where you mm-hmm. can you can demo saddle and and uh, yeah. And I mean, if I again, I mean, for saddles, it can take. It can take years to find the right saddle. It can take a couple years. So we're pretty good about returns and stuff like that, too. I'm like, hey. And that's don't important. Get it. Yeah, it's important. <laughs> like, don't – because it's not – I mean, WTB is great, but there's tons of different saddles oh, out yeah. there, you know, and everyone's different. And, mm-hmm. and, and and no one's the same. It's like a helmet. We all have different pressure points, and not every small will work for me. Right. Um. So what? what uh, talking about bikes, what, what bike are you on right now? I'm on a Julian. Well, I'm I'm on a few different bikes. Um, oh, so I ride for Julie. Well, Juliana um, helps me out with um, bikes. Okay. And uh, 
I ride a Juliana Strega, which is my my longer travel 27.5 bike. Um, 170 front and rear, and it's super fun. And it's green. It's so cute. And then I have a Juliana Joplin, <laughs> which is uh, the... You my, call him Gumby or what? That's the witch. Oh, that's the witch? Yeah, it's the witch because Strega in Italian means witch. It's a form of like... It's a type of witch. Like okay. The old school one. So I call her the witch. Okay. And I we go on... We fly together. You, w- <laughs> witchy woman? Witchy woman. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Witch. Um, and then I have the Joplin, which is the Juliana Joplin, which is a 29er cross-country bike. So 29, 120, mm-hmm. five inches of travel. Uh, and that bike is basically perfect for a ra- round here. So even though I like the downhill more and I live for that, I, I do find myself taking out my 29er for our, our local trails just because it's so steep and... Mm-hmm. Kind of is, is fine for the terrain. Now, does Juliana have um, the Hightower LT, the women as part of it, or no? No, no. no are, uh, they, are they working on that? Do you know? I don't. No, they have the only comparable bikes they would have, if you know the Santa Cruz line, would be the 5010, the Bronson, the Nomad, and the Tallboy. Okay. So those four are the only ones that they have comparable. Maybe. I mean... I, I really don't. I'm not even trying to hide the, you know, putting it out there or anything like that. You don't, you don't got the 411? I don't have should, the 411. I try. Should we call it Mike Montner? Montner. Hit me up. <laughs> Tune in. Hits 101 Radio. Um, no, nothing yet, but I'm I'm pretty excited. He said he did he did say that there's some there's some good stuff that in the works that I would like, so I'm pretty excited. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, all right. Well, Maybe like a stigmata, Juliana stigmata, stigmama. What? <laughs> a stigmata, the cross bike. Yeah, 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 yeah. I want them to make a Juliana one. Okay. You know, I, well, I guess that I guess that that's just go, goes based on um, sales and you know stuff like that, right? Because yeah, not, it probably won't happen. But they're not, not going to make it just for Megan. The, the, like, oh, Megan no, wants the, a woman specific bike. Let's go get Megan for her. The the pros have them. Well, I just wanted to say Juliana. Okay. Um, the the pros, the pro women ladies have have uh, certain stigmata Julianas, but it's only for them. Oh, because they're special. The special, I guess. I got but, that's the, that's why I'm working so hard, so I can get to the pro level and get me a. But aren't you aren't you signed up to be a pro this year? I am not signed up yet, but I am gonna sign up for pro. Don't 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 pull a Steven on me. <laughs> What is he doing? Is he going backwards? No, 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 no. Oh. He just, just, you know, he jumped, he jumped from expert right away to pro. And I mean, I'm Steve, not... Steven struggled last year a little bit. Yeah. I, I still, well, he, hey, Steven, I love you, man. It wasn't even... I mean, it wasn't even... But it wasn't small races. No. He wasn't doing local races. He was doing big races. So, mm-hmm. you know, that... Yeah. That was his... That's the life he chose. <laughs> um <laughs> No, I'm just yeah. I'm going to go. I'm just going to sign up for pro. I mean, by this point, I'm going to give a, get a lot of crap for it, anyways. If I don't, mm-hmm. and I don't feel I'm okay with it. Like I'm mm-hmm. okay if I get. I just want top ten. Okay. Like I said that last year, and I got. I did pretty well. Mm-hmm. And uh, so now I'm just going for top ten and pro if if I can do it. I mean, I'm not doing a, a crazy number of races, and I'm gonna. I'm going to probably be in a few races with a lot of heavy hitters, but it is what it is, and I don't think I'm going to get last. Okay. Have you been watching uh, um, 
those, those Nina Schurter videos where you see him like working out, you know. Like, I've, I've seen a few. I don't watch them. That guy's, insp- and that guy's inspirational. <laughs> he, he is. is a beast. But it almost, I almost don't watch it because it's like makes me cry. And then like I just go order more Girl Scout cookies. So I like, r- can never r- do r- this. Right now they're popping. They Let's are to- popping. <laughs> I'm a fully aware. <laughs> What's your favorite? The, I'm not a I'm not a coconut person, but I love the, the Samoas or the, what are they called? The Caramel Delights. I call them Samoas. Samoas, do you? And and the the lemon ones, they're really good. Oh yeah, I I'm also a peanut butter fan, so I like the peanut butter patty ones, where okay. it's just like basically peanut butter chocolate. They're covered in chocolate. Yeah. So Samoas and the peanut butter clouds or whatever. <laughs> I don't know what they are. So okay, so you know we're talking about you racing, but uh-huh. what's the the first race this year? What do you what when when is it? Where is it? What's the scoop on the first race? I think I'm gonna do on your pro debut. I think it's probably gonna be the Santa Fe Big Mountain Enduro. And Santa, yeah. When is that one? May. I that's that's only the one that I have like really planned out. If I happen to do like a Vale Lake or a SoCal Enduro one randomly, that might be it. Well, you know, I was talking to. Um, to, to Rachel's uh, Rachel straight at the uh-huh. last one, and, and you know she races EWS. Yeah, and she went out there um, for the enduro, and I think she ended up getting second. Yeah, just because of the pedaling part of it. No. Yes. Well, because you know but she's out of the. She's not out of shape though. No, she's not. But you went okay. If you're racing against somebody that's more cross country specific. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, you know, Rachel's more. Um, she's fit. You know, yeah, she, yeah. she works out and she's a pro. But you know, it's more gravity oriented, like EWS. Then yeah. you know, you're not you're not gonna go do like a you know a gnarly stage and then at the end pedal. Yeah, you know that's not how it works for for the most part for EWS. So that's why that's why she didn't she you know she didn't win. Yeah, because I've lost some pedaling. stages because I there the more pedally stages I've lost because there is a lot of more cross country based ladies out there. But you're working on that now. I am working on it. I'm trying really hard. I, and I've so I've been putting in more hours, but it's really my real goal with that is just even on local casual rides, I'm just done being last. <laughs> I'm just like I just want to be up up in the front and hanging okay, out. Okay, the A group. Yeah, um, but that but I am I'm excited. And same with even transfer stages. I just don't want to be last on transfer stages. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's always like these groups that go. I mean my my thing with being last, like I could push it the same as all the other girls but then i'll just get burnt out so now i want to be fast and not get burnt out at the same time okay so so what are you doing to to, to change that this year so i'm doing my goal is my goal basically is 60 miles a week um more cross-country rides more like longer rides at least one road ride a week i've done some um I signed up for orange theory fitness which is like a high intensity workout class so i do that two times a week um even though I didn't go the other morning, but oh, shame, shame. Um, so just just riding more, putting more hours in, trying to do one long one long mountain bike ride, one long uh, road ride, and then all the other rides just fun. I have to remember to keep it fun too. Mm-hmm. Um, so so far that that's it, and I've done it since the first day of 2016. So so far so good. I'm sorry. Wow, Megan, that box wine is really getting to you, huh? <laughs> I'm two years in the past, dude. <laughs> oh my god! Ugh. 2018. Okay, 
You, Am you, I red? Is my face red? You, you're getting that Asian glow that we yeah, call it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I am. I do get that. Um, but ever since 2018, it's so far so good. It, it's, it's worked out for me. It's nev- it never stops hurting, though. Yeah. I'm never not in pain. Right on. What's, uh, what's your takeaway? What's your advice for people out there listening to? Um, well, for ladies, I mean, it just goes back to, well, not, not even ladies, again, everybody that wants to try mountain biking or anything intimidating, especially male, you know, based, if that's your, the reason why it's basically just step out of your comfort zone. Don't be afraid to do it. If it's not for you, then it's not for you. You tried it. Um, you know, it's not, you, you can't, you can't do it not because you're, you if you can't do it, it's not because you're a lady or your sex. It's because you you just don't want to, but you can if you try. So step out of your comfort zone. That's that's the truth right there, Megan. Yeah. Yeah. Don't 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 blame it on your gender. I only, yeah. Don't blame it on your gender. Not at all. I don't believe it. Yeah. Yeah. It's no one's fault but yours. That's right. Damn straight. Yeah. Damn straight. <laughs> Megan, thank you for coming to the studio. Thank you. That and was fun. Uh, talking story, and uh, I, I want to get you back. And you know. Yeah. Uh, we'll we'll do a follow up uh, after a couple races and and see how you're doing throughout the year. Yeah. Hopefully, I shouted out Vita enough. Go Vita. VitaMTB.com. <laughs> VitaMTB series <laughs> on Instagram. That's the Insta handle. Oh. And oh. What? My Insta handle is. Uh, I forgot. Um, oh my god! Are you? No. Serious? What's it? What's the? What's that symbol called? <laughs> um, underscore M E E G S underscore Meegs. <laughs> Hit, give me a follow. <laughs> All right, Megan. All right, thank we'll you. We'll see you guys.